Hi, I'm Garth Sundam, Communications Director at MAPS, and we are recording at the MAPS 2022 Global Annual Meeting in New Orleans. And with us is Catherine Parham, Vice President and Head of Global Medical Affairs at Estellas Gene Therapies. So uh, Catherine was a presenter of the plenary, what is it, the transformation of the pharmaceutical industry and the role of medical affairs. Sure. So maybe we'll start by chatting a little bit about the transformation of the industry as a whole, okay. but then I want to make sure we get into gene therapies. All right. So what about the transformation of the industry as a whole? You know, the things that I think have impacted the most, the, the industry, um, and not just the pharma industry, but a lot of other industries, but particularly the gene, you know, our industry, is our understanding of the genome and, mm -hmm. and the human genome, yep. which has led to gene therapy, which is what I'm doing. But the other impactful um, events were social media. Okay, Social media has not only expanded uh, the access that people who are not in our business, non-clinicians, non-researchers, mm -hmm. their access to the knowledge of medicines and therapies but how they can talk with one another. That's so interesting. It seems like one side from the purely scientific, technical, you know, understanding the genome, and I'm old enough to remember the beginning of social media when it was Paris Hilton talking about sushi on Twitter. And you're saying that those are equally transformative. Equally transformative. Patients can talk to patients. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so then gene therapy. Yes. Um, it's been talked about for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. Where are we at? Are we there? Is there a long way to go? We have some wins. You have some wins. We have some <laughs> wins. You know, we have a, on the market now two yep. gene therapies, and they laid the groundwork of the roadmap of how you might get there. Oh, interesting. But it's been an uphill battle climb okay. and and we're still you know it's still pushing this rock uphill yeah but we're learning well so what's the rock that needs to be pushed uphill and you said maybe there's a path now to know how to do it what what is that path well we understand more about the disease yeah and what causes these disease from a genetic basis sure our ability to develop drugs that not only can affect that mm -hmm. and bring about either a, a positive change, curative, yep. and or halt the progression of the disease, or maybe even reverse, mm -hmm. that part we have insight into. Safety is yeah. still an issue. Yeah, and so do you see a major challenge to gene therapies being but both the both the actual safety, but also the societal acceptance of gene therapies. I think society is poised to accept it. When yeah. you talk about a therapy that might reverse yeah. your disease, your state, or it will slow, if not stop, the progression of that disease, yeah. people are very welcoming of that. People want that. 
but the safety, we still have to work through a lot of that. Okay. Well, I mean, I think we could probably talk about gene therapy for a couple hours, but let's switch to talking about medical affairs and gene therapy. Okay. So how, <laughs> how is the practice of medical affairs different in the rare disease or, or gene therapy space than it is for, for larger patient populations? Let's talk about the rare disease populations yeah, cool. first. Because you know, rare disease communities, they share something in common. A disease yeah and not only that but the journey that the disease takes them on yeah. from the very beginning of symptoms to hopefully getting to a place of where they can get access to a therapy mm -hmm. in some cases like what we're trying to do now there are no therapies mm -hmm. so that journey can lead to really at the end no hope but these patients, because they share that common thread of this journey with this disease in their families mm -hmm. and their caregivers, they tend to come together, like any community would, around something very common. Mm -hmm. And rather than them coming around the, the burden of a disease, they don't like that word, the burden, yeah. they are coming in around and forming communities around hope, cures. Huh. And they talk to one another. That's where the social media part comes in. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Okay, so so that's the patient landscape for rare disease. Right. How does medical affairs bring that into the organization? We're always out exterior facing. We always have yeah, been. Yep. It's about data dis dissemination. Mm -hmm. And now we have another very important um, stakeholder that we have an opportunity to reach out to, not only to disseminate information about what we're trying to develop mm -hmm. and the hope that we're trying to bring in the therapies, but they play a key role in bringing, in medical affairs, being able to bring what they share of their experiences, their disease, mm -hmm. and we take that and bring that back into the development of how we develop our drugs, yeah, what we're okay. developing. What's important to them clinically? Yeah. And if we're developing a therapy, what's important for that therapy to do for them? So you see in rare disease that patient engagement is even more important. Well, I, I don't know if you can say it's even more important than with more established diseases, but it's, it's important to, to, as a medical affairs organization, to be very focused on patient engagement and development for rare diseases. All of us, whatever, regardless of whatever yeah. therapy, we should be focused, but we have to be. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We have to be. Yeah. Um, number one, the patients are going to come to us anyway. Yeah. When you're in the rare disease phase and, and the patients understand that you're working on something that not a lot of people are working on, yeah. there's not going to be a lot of Me Too's, if any. And they, especially if you're at the forefront of that first therapy, yeah, they're going to come to us. Well, you said that the hope for these rare disease communities is access to treatment. Mm -hmm. We talked about treatment, you know, meaning development. Mm -hmm. So that's part of the hope. Mm -hmm. The second hope would be access. Yes. And does medical affairs also play a role in ensuring that rare disease communities have access to a treatment? once it's developed. I think we play the role we play in the access story is partnering with our commercial colleagues, our market access colleagues. Yeah, okay, sure. And we spend, at, in rare disease actually, very early. Usually we engage in market access activities as you get closer to hopefully launch yeah, and yeah, approval yeah. and then launch. Mm -hmm. In the rare disease space, 
there's a very long runway. Mm -hmm. So we actually start those activities where in non-rare you might start two to three years before. Mm -hmm. We're four to five, yeah. even longer. Okay. Jeez. Well, so you also talk about medicines or treatments being especially transformative for these communities because often it's not just incrementally shifting a standard of care, mm -hmm. but providing a, a treatment for a condition that had no treatment before. Do, do you find this a personally fulfilling space to be in? Personally fulfilling and challenging. And challenging. And challenging. Yeah. You know, oftentimes in my, uh, at the plenary yesterday, I mentioned that um, in drug development, we all are very much so pursuing success, but unfortunately, not everything we do oh, leads yeah. to an approval. Yep or is successful because the safety profile just may not be there. Mm -hmm. And so it, while it's extremely rewarding, yeah. sometimes it can be very heartbreaking. You're working in a space with a lot of need and a lot of hope, uh, and you said some successes. Some successes, not everything we do. In fact, most doesn't. I mean, that's the reality that's of the drug reality development. Of drug that's development. The, <laughs> that is the reality of drug development. Most that we do, that's why we take so many shots on goal. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. why we have to make so many shots on goal. And the hope that, yes, we can get one across the finish line. Yeah. And do you see the percentage of shots on goal um, resulting in goals <laughs> in increasing in the next decade? Do you think you more know, shots are We going? had a decline. And, oh. you know, 20, 30 years ago, mm -hmm. there was this thing called um, the E-Rome. E-Rome. It's the e reverse of, of Moore's Law. So there was E-Rome's Law. Oh. <laughs> so if you take Moore and spell it back, well, you get E-Rome. Yeah, gotcha. So E-Rome's Law, and this was, what, 20 years ago or more, that we were noticing in the pharma business, we were investing more in yeah. our pipeline. Yeah. But the return on that investment was declining. Yeah. And now there was, uh, you know, there's been with GWAS, the, you know, our understanding of the human genome, yep. with greater patient engagement, yeah. with doing what we call, you know, uh, very creative um, clinical trials, yeah, yeah, yeah. and working in the rare disease space, that. we've actually seen a breaking of EROM ah, law. <laughs> we're, we're reversing the, we're uh, reversing. the, the decline or... <laughs> Okay. Well, th that is a hopeful note. That is a hopeful note that, that maybe maybe we're learning how to do things better. Doing things better, I think the role of medical affairs, not only engaging the scientific community, which we have been doing, yep. but more so en engaging the patient community. Okay. That is important. And making sure, partnering with our commercial colleagues, mm -hmm. market access colleagues, that they not only get the we can get the drugs to the market but yep. they'll have access once it's there well that i'm going to count as a hopeful future so thank you catherine for joining us my pleasure um boy we're gonna have to have another chat here for <laughs> another couple of hours but we'll release you back to the maps 2022 global annual meeting thank you and so for much. everybody watching we hope to see you at future maps events thanks thank you garth for more information on how you can participate in the MAPS 2022 EMEA Annual Meeting, the largest annual gathering of medical affairs professionals in the region, visit paris2022.medicalaffairs.org and join the movement.